Welcome to today's message by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church. Liberty Baptist Church is located in Rock Falls at 2002 9th Avenue, just across from the Dillon Bridge. Pastor Tommy would like to invite you to be a part of their Sunday services. The Sunday school hour is at 10 a.m., followed by their morning worship at 11 a.m., or their evening service at 6 p.m. They would also love to have you be a part of their midweek services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We hope you will get a blessing this morning as Pastor Tommy brings you a message from the Word of God. Good morning. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Pastor Tommy McMurtry of the Liberty Baptist Church, and we appreciate you tuning in this morning. We hope you get a blessing today from the message. It is hard to believe that summer is over for many of you. I know we're still smack in the middle of summer pretty much, but school has already started back up for many, and I know that must be depressing for all you young people that are still in school. And so I want to try to lift your spirits this morning with a couple of jokes. I had two jokes sent to me that I got a kick out of, and I'd like to share them with you. And the first one says, two men were stranded on a desert island. One was very worried about their predicament, while the other seemed to be enjoying the situation. How can you be so happy, one asked the other. The man that was enjoying it said, I make $100,000 a year. The other man said, what does that have to do with us getting out of here? The man replied, I tithe. My pastor will find me. Anyway, um, yeah, I'd go looking for him. But um, next one. A man and his ever-nagging wife were on vacation in Jerusalem when the wife passed away. The undertaker told the husband, you could have her shipped home for $5,000 or you can bury her here in the Holy Land for just $150. After the man thought about it, he said he'd just have her shipped home. The undertaker asked, Why would you spend $5,000 to ship your wife home? It would be wonderful to be buried right here in the Holy Land for $150. The man replied, Long ago, a man died here and was buried here. Three days later, he rose from the dead. I just can't take that chance. Oh, man, I know that wasn't very nice but it was a joke not i not taking it serious and so hopefully none of you ladies got offended out there but anyway so hopefully that puts you in a little better mood you got a good joke there that you can share with somebody but i appreciate you sending those in and just send in any jokes or questions uh even if you want to send in a prayer request you can do that if you just want to email us our email is libertybc2011 at att.net or you could even call us and uh uh, ask a question or you can leave a message with a prayer request anything our phone number is 815-625-4101 you are more than welcome to do that we'd like to hear what you think about the show uh, you can let us know if you love it we'd love to hear that you can let us know if you hate it and if you do we, we really don't care but um, anyway I'm just having fun with you but you are welcome to do that this morning I want to go to Deuteronomy chapter 5 and I'm going to read just a couple of verses for you. And I want us to, I want to try to help you with something today. I believe it's so important that we use biblical terminology on things. And one of the things I love about our King James Bible is the very fact that, you know, 
the definitions on it of the words, you know, the words stay the same and the definitions stay the same. I use a Webster's 1828 dictionary quite often. And the truth is today our language is changing very fast all the time. And many people think the solution is, all right, well, we need to cut, keep updating our Bibles. And while it sounds good, the problem with that is we can't keep up with the constant changes that are taking place. We've got to have something that we can go back to and go off of, something that does not change. And I believe we have that in our King James Bible. And so I try to use biblical words and I try to use biblical definitions for things. But sometimes if you use uh, biblical words, biblical definitions, uh, you can almost mislead people because things are changing so fast. But I want to show you a term that I like to use for myself that I'm afraid because of the news media, society, politics especially, I, it can really send the wrong message. But you know what? I don't want to quit using biblical terms because that's where truth is at. And one term I want to use and what I want to talk about this morning is about keeping in the middle of the road. Keeping in the middle of the road of the road and in Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 32 it says ye shall observe to do therefore as the Lord your God hath commanded you ye shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you that ye may live and that ye may uh, that it may be well with you and that ye may prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess so right here we see it God does not want us going to the right or the left of His command. But today, if I was to say I am a right winger, well then, I'm going against the Word of God. I'm not supposed to turn to the right hand of what He said. So I like to tell, I tell people that I'm kind of a middle of the road guy. I'm, I'm a moderate. I try to stay in the middle but when I say that, I'm talking about I'm trying to keep in the middle of God's Word, which the news media would call you an extreme right-wing wacko if you do that. And right now we're already in political season. I mean, the election is over a year away and we're already having debates and everything. And you're going to hear these terms thrown out all the time. You're going to hear about these right-wingers all the time. But when it comes to politics, I believe what is the center should be our Constitution. And honestly, I don't know if I know anybody that's running for president, Republican or Democrat right now, that I would consider to be a right-winger or to the right of the Constitution. I think there's a couple of people that would be pretty close to a moderate, but I'm afraid they are all what I would call left-wingers when it comes to the Constitution. But um, somebody that's a moderate today politically, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the Constitution, they are horrible. I mean, they're left-wing wackos as far as I'm concerned. And But yet everybody's always saying politically, oh, I, I, I'm a moderate. You know, I'm not a Republican or Democrat. I'm for what kind of the middle, what's in between. But I'm here today to tell you politically in between a Republican and Democrat is a very evil, wicked place. And that is nothing to brag about. You are not a moderate if you are in between a Republican and Democrat. You're already so far left. 
it's not even funny. The Constitution should be the center ground, and a constitutionalist, a real one, they should be considered the moderate. And I don't know anybody that's to the right of it right now, to tell you the truth. And when it comes to religion, which is what I'm talking about, I don't want to talk about politics today. I'll get too uh, frustrated and in a bad mood. But biblically, somebody who's middle of the road is someone who follows the Bible, who believes the Bible, who observes what God says to observe in the Bible. That sh should be what we call a moderate or the middle of the road guy. But unfortunately, we are allowing the liberal churches to call Bible believers right-wingers. I mean, just those extreme statements I made about, you know, our Bible, uh, you know, our King James Bible, you know, being... Uh, the perfect word of God, you know, being the standard, that's considered, you know, right wing. Uh, but it's not. It's just middle of the road. It should be normal. But we've gone so far to the left. And God's word says not to turn to the right hand or to the left. And I want us to get in that, that right kind of thinking. All of us should follow the Bible. Okay? Nobody should be a right winger. Nobody should be a left winger. They're both bad. So what do you? What would we call a right and left winger? Okay, because everybody wants to consider themselves moderate, but most people today consider the center to be something between what is considered normal in society today. Okay, so if you, that's what the standard of today. That's what most people consider to be the center. But let me tell you, the standard today in America is terrible. It's horrible. It is so far from biblical. It's so far from truth. It's not even funny. And you do not want to be just in the middle of society today. That is a horrible, horrible place. But uh, many think that, you know, there are many people are just following a constant moving standard. Okay? And that doesn't work. God is the same yesterday, today, forever. His word is the same yesterday, today, forever. Truth is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, he said, Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. It also says in Second Kings chapter 22, verse 1, Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty and one years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jedidah the daughter of Adaiah of Boscath, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in all the way of David his father, and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. Notice God wants people who stay in the center, and his word is the center. That is the middle ground. So what does it mean to go to the right hand according to the Bible? Well, I believe that would be taking a commandment farther than God said to go. For example, if your preacher got up and said that the tithe is 20%, okay, that's, that's taking it farther than God said. That's just not true. Or if, to make a dietary restriction as a part of your religion. That's not something we have to do today in the New Testament period. Uh, or even just something like dressing like you're from the 1800s. That's taking things farther than God said to go. I believe in dress standards and modesty and all that, but... 
I don't believe we need to, uh, uh, ladies need to go do like the Muslim and cover themselves up from head to toe where you can't even see their face, some of them. That's going farther than what God said to do. That's turning to the right hand. Okay, And then turning to the left hand, well, that's just taking a commandment lightly or just not following it at all. Or saying God didn't really mean what he said. And there's a lot of that going on today. There's just a lot of the Bible that people just don't like. They don't, they don't want to follow it. And therefore, uh, they'll just go find a church where the preacher won't say anything about it. Or will uh, just flat out deny it. And it's a shame, but it is a very common thing. And that's going to the left hand. And that is wrong too. Going to the right or left. It's wrong. So how do we stay in the center? How do we be middle-of-the-road people? How do we be that moderate? Well, accept the Word of God as the standard or the center. That's what we've got to get in our heads. The Bible is the center. 1 Peter one twenty three: Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. This Bible is not going to expire. It will never be outdated. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. The word of God is the standard of everything. It's always right. If we're going to be middle-of-the-road people, we've got to follow the Word of God. And right there, that is, the, God's Word is the standard for everything. And then secondly, we've got to make sure that we don't mess with the Word of God. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, Revelation 22.18 says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Right there at the very end of the Bible, he talks about not adding to or taking away. And that's what people are doing today. You know, most people today, no matter... Well, I don't want to say no matter what religion, but from most Christian religions, they agree that the Word of God is the final authority. However, not everyone agrees as far as uh, what we're allowed to do with the Word of God. For example, many people think it's okay to use other versions of the Bible that have completely removed passages of Scripture. I believe it was last week we talked about that. We gave an example of an entire verse left out of the Bible, what gives you the right to remove the parts of the Word of God? Many of the uh, people, they think it's okay to use Bibles that have just changed some words around. Listen, we are not supposed to do that. We don't mess with it. We don't add to it. We don't take away from it. And if you do that, if you take those kind of liberties, you are not going to stay middle of the road. Most people today, whenever there's arguments over doctrine or, or even just uh, things when it comes to our behavior, things that they're not following, and you try to share what the Scripture says on that, then they'll try to tell you, well, that's what your Bible says. Well, first of all, I do own a Bible, but it's not my Word. It's God's Word. Okay, And God's Word 
If God's Word says it, well, that settles it right there. But the thing is, they've got a book that maybe says something completely different. Or there's even some of those out there, they've got the exact same Bible that I have, but then they will try to correct it with their dictionaries. Okay, God never promised to preserve a dictionary, folks. He promised to preserve His Word, and people are always trying to correct it. Well, I know that's what it says, but that's not what it really means. And I'm sorry, you do that, you are going to be turning to the right hand or to the left in those situations, and both are wrong. Do not mess with the Word of God. Okay, accept God's Word. It's the standard. It's the center. It's the law. Don't mess with the Word of God. I mean, you know, you wouldn't break a law in Illinois and go stand before a judge and just say, well, you know what, I decided to write my own law and I removed that law you're saying I broke out of the law. You have no right to do that and the judge is going to look at you and laugh. And many people are trying to do that with the Word of God that is superior to the law of our state or the law of our country and it's like you know what I can take that out I can add something in wow that is a shame and many people are doing that today and it is it is sad don't ever let anyone try to correct the scriptures the scriptures don't need correcting don't let your preacher preach to you out of a dictionary like it's the final authority it's not the final authority the word of God is so how do you stay center Middle of the road, just do exactly what the Bible says. First Kings 13 and verse 14. I think this is an interesting story here. But it says, uh, And went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, Art thou the man of God that camest from Judah? And he said, I am. What's going on here? There was a prophet that God had sent to the king. He wanted him to you know, give him a prophecy, tell him what was going to happen. And this man went to the king, did what God told him to do. But God gave him instructions to go, and he said, I want you to go to him. I don't want you to stop along the way. I don't want you to even eat or drink anything along the way. I want you to go. I want you to give his message, and I want you to leave. And when you leave, I want you to leave the same way that you came in. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to eat or drink anything. God gave him very specific instructions, but there was an older prophet that came along, and was what he heard this man was there and he was waiting for him and then he said unto him come home with me and eat bread and he said i may not return with thee nor go in with thee neither will i eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place for it was said to me by the word of the lord thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest and he said unto him i am a prophet also as thou art and an angel spake unto me by the word of the lord saying Bring him back with thee into thine house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. Now, we're not going to take time to read the rest of the story. But this prophet went against the word of God. He told him something different from the word of the Lord. He said an angel had given him this message. Sounds kind of like the Mormons right there. But note, but beside that, notice this man tells him something different and he lied to him. People think a prophet or a preacher would never lie to him. Let me tell you something. Anytime a preacher or anybody tells you something that's different than the Word of God, they are lying. It is a lie. Don't let them get away with it. 
Don't let them contradict the Word of God. It is the final authority. You're going to stand before God someday. You're not going to stand before your preacher. You're not going to stand before a politician. You're going to stand before God. And He is going to open the books and He is going to judge you according to the Word of God. And don't let people mess with it. And this man, if you go on, you read the story, it's in 1 Kings chapter 13. That young prophet, he listened to the older prophet. He went and he ate with him. And then... After he eats with him, the old prophet prophesies to him that because you disobeyed the word of God, you are going to die. I mean, just imagine, the very guy that lied to him now is prophesying truth to him. And sure enough, that young prophet leaves and he's killed by a lion. He's killed by a lion. And then that old prophet goes out there to find him. And you know what he finds? He finds the lion sitting next to to the dead prophet and sitting next to the donkey that he was riding. Why didn't the lion eat him? Why didn't that's what they usually do when they kill? They eat him. Why wasn't the mule scared or why wasn't he trying to eat it? You know why? God was trying to show everyone that this man violated the word of God and it was God that sent that lion. This was not an accident. This wasn't just a natural thing of nature. No, this was of God because God was upset with this man because he allowed someone to go against the very word that God had given him. And listen, I don't care who it is that's told you stuff that's contrary to what you're reading in your Bible. I've had people come visit our church and they'll tell me about things that they've read in the Bible and it seems like that's just it's, it's totally different than what they're teaching over in their church. And I try to tell them, hey, you're right. The Bible's right. You're seeing the right thing. But you know what? They still many times will listen to the preacher that's contradicting the Word of God. Folks, you have a responsibility to, with the Word of God. Okay? You're supposed to read it. You're supposed to figure out what it says and you're supposed to follow it and you're supposed to run from people that would contradict it and don't let them do that to you. You do exactly what it says. And I know one of the biggest things when we talk about this, people think, well, man, if, if I do that, I'm going to be all alone. And first off, that's a lie. You're not going to be alone. That's just what the devil's going to make you think. But the last thing you need to do to make sure you stay in the middle of the road is ignore what the masses are doing. Proverbs 4.25 says, Let thine eyes look right on, and thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. You're going to have to just look straight ahead Keep your eyes on the Word of God. Keep your eyes on truth and ignore everyone else because the masses aren't going the right direction. They never have and they never will. Matthew 7.13 is still true. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Listen, if you're doing what the majority's doing, nine times out of ten, you're probably doing the wrong thing. And the Bible says, straight is the gate that leads life. Few there be that find it. People are so anxious to just do what everyone else is doing, and that's not the way it works. We've got to be middle of the road people. Most people today, most people, I'm afraid, are way left of the Word of God. They're way left. 
There are a few people out there that are to the right. There's not a lot of those, but they are out there, and they are wrong too. We're supposed to be middle-of-the-road people. We're supposed to be moderates. What does that mean? That means we believe the Word of God in its entirety. We follow every little detail of it that we possibly can, doing it the best we can, because it is the Word of God. It is truth. And so don't let, if somebody calls you a right winger, don't let them get away with that. I've had people before, they've asked me, you know, hey, is your church, is it, is it one of those really strict churches? And while according to the world standard, most people would probably call me strict, I always deny that and I say, no, I don't think we're really strict. Because usually when people think strict, they think that means you're going too far. And I'm afraid, if anything, we probably, and I don't, me personally, I probably go to the left of where I should most of the time because that's just kind of the easy way. It's what most people naturally do. And I'm not supposed to do that. And so I don't believe I'm being too strict. I don't believe I'm being too hard or too extreme. I believe I'm being middle of the road. And that's the goal for my life. And I hope that will be the goal for your life to be a middle of the road Christian, which means I believe the Bible. And I'm going to follow the Bible. Don't let people call you those names. We are not right-wingers when we're just being obedient. We're not right-wingers when we're just following the Word of God. We're not extremists when we follow the Word of God. We're being obedient to God. And when, when we are obedient to God and to His Word, you can mark it down. You're going to be happier. You're going to be more successful. You are going to, across the board, everything will be so much better. You can trust the Word of God. The words of the Lord are pure words. The law of the Lord is perfect. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Just trust the Bible and be a middle-of-the-road Christian. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you'll keep on keeping on and you'll keep on keeping in the middle of the road. Thank you for listening to the message this morning by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church in Rock Falls. We hope you were blessed and invite you to tune in next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. as Pastor Tommy brings you more truths from God's Holy Word. For more information about Liberty Baptist Church, visit their website at experience-liberty.com or you can email them at libertybc2011 at att.net.